Hi, you're now listening to a sermon from Harvest Community Church in Hoffman Estates, Illinois. We're happy to bring you sermons like this one every week. You can find other sermons at our site at harvest-community.org. So without further ado, here's our speaker. With Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. But being made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. You may be seated. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, you are such an awesome God. We want to just focus on you, God. Would you minimize me? And with the Holy Spirit, we ask that you will be present here. God, would you help us to evaluate our hearts? Help us to grow in you, Father. And help us to listen to your words. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, uh, just a little bit of intro. Philippians chapter 2 is one of my favorite chapters. Uh, When I accepted Christ in my sophomore year in college, uh, I had a couple of mentors And this was a chapter that they really grilled into us, uh, both for the youth ministry and also for the college ministry. And, uh, you know, we had to memorize this chapter. And, you know, to this day, this chapter has a lot in my heart because I think it is more of an evaluation of where I stand. Uh, Where do we stand in our relationship with one another? Uh, The theme for today's message is heart for others, Christ as our example on humility. And, you know, as we work together as a church, um, you know, there's so many different ministries here. There's so many different teams, uh, community groups. Uh, I mean, we are a church that's really, uh, there's just a lot to choose from and a lot to get involved in. Uh, but you know what? We need to go deeper in our relationships with one another and we need to stay connected. And so, you know, as we know, there are many members of the church, and, you know, there's many members of, of the body, with Christ being the head of the body. And, you know, we have, God has given us, you know, the different talents. Uh, some of us are hands, some of us are feet. I don't know, others could be stomach. But, uh, you know, we have very many talents. But Christ is the head, and he leads our church. And if we're all focused on Christ, and if we're doing our part, harvest church will really go a long way. And I just want uh, to really challenge the church that we take the next steps in our life here at Harvest Community Church. Uh, We also know that um, we need to love our neighbors as ourselves. That's the second greatest commandment. And so it shouldn't really be just about just me and God. You know, that is very, very key, and it's the first greatest commandment, but it should also be about the people that we're around. Um, essentially, I have three challenges, and uh, challenge number one 
is around the heart for others. And, you know, do we have ambition? I, I think the answer is yes. Uh, ambition in itself is not a bad thing, right? You can have the ambition to be the best in your school, to be the best in your job, to be the best at church. Uh, that in itself is not a bad thing. But what if it's selfish ambition? Uh, you know, what does that mean? You know, I think what that means is that we're doing it at the expense of others. Uh, we're elevating ourselves. We're minimizing others. And that's not how it should be. Uh, we also have to consider others that are better. I mean, how do you do that? You know, many times uh, we're engrossed in our own life. Um, how do we make consider others that are better? I'm sure some of you, through your community group, uh, just through your small groups, I'm sure you've done that. But how do we consistently remind ourselves to be that way? Because we are so selfish by nature. Uh, that is something that I think Satan has a stronghold, just in our heart. We're very selfish. Everything's about me. And I think the key word here is that humility. Uh, we have to have the heart of Christ. If we're trying to do this by ourselves, um, we're going to fail. And so we need Christ in our hearts, and we need to guard our hearts from pride, from conceit, and we need to consider others. Uh, I think an example is, you know, many of you are you know, married here, and if your relationship is one-sided, uh, if you're selfish, if it's all about me, 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 because, you know, we all know marriage is a partnership, then it's going to be a one-sided marriage, and the long term, you know, it's not going to go right. And then Pastor Dave is going to go through a lot of counseling sessions with you guys. What about families? You know, we have children. But if we're not taking care of our spouse and we're neglecting, I'm sorry, if we're not taking care of our children and we're neglecting them, that's a problem, right? The children will not get the direction. They will not get the nurturing and the feeding. What about community groups? If you guys are in a leadership role, Again, if it's all about me and not about the community group and the members that are there, then something is wrong, and the life of that community group will not be in abundance with God's love. I have a, uh, just a recent experience at CarMax, and uh, this probably has nothing to do with the lesson, so it's a joke to keep you guys captivated, because <laughs> you guys have such low attention you know, span and deficit and all that, so... <laughs> You know, and, you know, we always tell our kids that, but I, I think we have the same thing. But, you know, Pastor Dave and I, I would say we're very focused, um, as, as well as many of you men out there, and women, right? So <laughs> I got out of that one. Uh, so thank you. I, no, I'm sorry. But, uh, we went to CarMax because of the church truck. And, you know, if you guys want to join a manly team, uh, please go see Paul Cho, you know, the manly Paul Cho here, the deacon Paul. But, uh, you know, we, we had to get a truck, and not once, but twice. And so, you know, we meet after work, we rush in, and all of a sudden we get distracted. You know, there's a sports car here, there's this car here, and, you know, Pastor Dave's looking at these nice European cars, and for me, I'm, I'm more of the U.S.-made muscle cars. There's this red Corvette. I mean, they strategically put it right outside on the front entrance. You remember that? Right at the front entrance. That, you know, as I was walking, it kind of caught my eye, and I wasn't thinking anything of it. And, you know, we're there to do a job for the church. And all of a sudden, I'm getting distracted. And so, you know, when we're test driving the truck, you know, we go out there, we look at the Corvette. And I'm looking at the price, and I'm like, you know, this is doable. 
this is doable. Now, never mind that my son Tim is in high school and, you know, he's going to have to take the school bus with the underclassmen. Because the way this is doable is that I was thinking about in my mind, I'm going to sell my SUV. I'm going to sell Tim's car, GTI. <laughs> you know, I'm going to put some money down and I'm going to buy this cash. So this is doable. Praise God. And so, you know, I don't think that would go well with Tim. It would not go well with my you know, daughter, Megan. She's in dance four days a week. It's like her second home there. And so, uh, you know, Tim gives her a ride a lot of times. And so Megan will not have a ride. She will be stuck at dance. And we know that's not a good thing, right? Um, and then it wouldn't be right for my you know, wife, Kim, too. And so it's just a testimony of how we can get so distracted and how our hearts can go awry, you know. And, you know, you think, well, it can't happen to me. I think it is a testimony to how weak we are, how sinful we are, and how we lose focus sometimes. Well, the next challenge is the heart for others in terms of now you have to have this interest for others. And again, uh, you know, we have a lot of interests. We have career, we have family, we have our school education. For some of you singles out there, you have other interests, right? Um, But, you know, we really need to have a deeper connection with one another. And we cannot be self-centered. You know, if we're interested in only ourselves, we're self-centered. Then, you, you know, you look on TV, you look at the movies, advertising. Everything is about our, ourselves, just, just me, me, me. And, you know, contrary to that, the Holy Spirit is asking us to have interest for others. It's okay to have your interest, but that shouldn't be the only thing, and that shouldn't be occupying your life as the number one thing. Can we challenge uh, our hearts and ourselves to have interest for others? I think an example was, you know, during the uh, service uh, or during the ordination service, you know, there was the food team that did so much. You know, thank God for the food team. And, um, you know, I was kind of apologetic because, you know, instead of just catering, they built everything from scratch. They made everything from scratch. And, you know, some of you guys don't know how much work is involved with that for 250 mouths, right? And so... That started a long time ago, and then they worked the weekend, and they did all this and all that. And it was after the morning service, as I was rushing out, um, I met up with Divine Health Sister. And, of course, she was rushing out, too, because she had a lot to do. And I was very appalled. You know, I was, you know I'm sorry you had to do this. You guys should have just taken the easy way out. And immediately she cut me off. She goes, Terry, are you kidding me? We want to do this. You know, we want to celebrate. This is a good thing for Harvest. It's a good thing for you and the two others. We want to celebrate with you. And so it was that heart that I saw in her where, you know, she's a mother, and so she's got a lot of things going on. She sacrificed that whole weekend because I know for a fact that they stayed probably up all night preparing along with other mothers out there and, you know, single women out there. But uh, she, she stayed up, and she had the heart of service, And it just reminds me of how that kind of heart we need here in in our church. We have that. I don't want you guys to think, well, Terry must think that, you know, we don't have a heart. I think this is a great church, and I am just amazed to be a part of this church. I'm just amazed at how much service that goes on with people in this church. I think another example, just real quickly, is, uh, you know, early in the year, 
um, you know, my wife had some health problems and she went into surgery and it was a difficult time because, you know, if, if you're married, you know that when your wife hurts, you hurt too. Um, so it was a difficult time. Um, I was also going through the eldership process with the papers, the interviews, the studying for the test. So there was anxiety around that. Um, but, you know, nevertheless, that was a blessing, though. But I was going through that process. Uh, there was a lot of stress at work. And so a lot of projects just coming together at once. And, you know, when you have a customer like McDonald's, and, you know, we're a tier one supplier to McDonald's, there's a lot of pressure with, with that. Uh, and then in addition, the church move was taking place. And there was a lot of discussions and planning and, and prayer. And, you know, my community group, Open House, knew about this because they were praying for me. But what stood out is a young engineer that works for me, is a Harvest member, just one day, I, I, you know, I feel that I have a pretty high stress tolerance, like, like most of you. But that one day at work, I was about to break. And so he noticed me. And so he came up to me and he goes, are you okay? And I told him, I'm, you know, I'm okay. Of course I'm okay. Very curt, you know, kind of superficial answer like most guys do. And then he really looked at me and he goes, no, but are you really okay? And if you know him, you know, he has a very, you know, he has this facial expression and he had the genuine concern and he was really asking, not just out of a curt asking, but asking out of sincere concern. And so it was then that when I saw his expression, I just kind of poured my guts out, you know. And then he said, Terry, I know you're going through a lot. I will pray for you. I will pray for you. And that meant a lot to me, and that got me through a very tough time. Now, you guys may think, you know, what's the big deal about that? Well, well you know, the big deal is that this person is uh, seven years older than my eldest son in college, Joe. He's 20 years, 21 years younger than me. So, you know, this kind of Korean traditional thing, the hierarchy and, you know, and all this, you know, this didn't apply. And I want to challenge the church in that let's not be a church where we have this hierarchy, the board and the elders, and then we have the college students here and we have the seats here. But let's challenge uh, each other in that it doesn't matter. With Christ, it doesn't matter. In many cases with Christ, that did not matter at all. He went to the lowest of the lowest, right? And I'm not saying this person is the lowest, but what, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that let's cut through all the connections and the structure. Let's not be a church that is so stri- you know, stringent and rigid. Um, and let's really care for one another. Uh, even outside your community group, there's no rule that says, you have to be within the community group. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be about, why don't, well, you're part of this community group. You know, you're part of Vine House. Why don't you go over there? Don't trouble me. Uh, we should not have those kind of walls. Um, and then, you know, the other thing is that I just came back from a board retreat, and uh, it was a very, very good, you know, retreat. The first time I was able to experience it. Um, we covered a lot. We worked till late. But the thing that stood out is that we took the morning to pray for people at Harvest um, that were struggling, people that have lost jobs, people that are physically sick, people where their parents are sick. And so I just want you guys to know that that is an example of the church that we want to be. We want to be a prayerful church, and we want to have the heart to serve others. If you look at the pyramid, if you look at the corporate pyramid as this, church pyramid 
it's actually this, right? When you're leading and you're, and, you know, you're in a leadership role or, you know, you're serving, it isn't this, okay, I'm in this role and you guys serve me and I want you to do this and I want you to do that. It should be about when you're in a leadership role, you are serving. And that's the heart of Christ. And then the last challenge is around, you know, Christ is our ultimate example of humility. If we try to do this by ourselves, we're not going to make it because our tendency is, you know, selfish. We're not going to be able to make it. And if you think that you can do it yourself, you're only lying to yourself. We have the flesh. We have the sin nature in us. But we need Christ to be our example, and we need Christ in our lives to be able to do this. You know, there's three key words here. He made himself nothing. Okay, he made himself nothing. Very nature of a servant. He humbled himself. Can we take those three key words? Can we make ourselves nothing? You know, it shouldn't be about I did this, I did that. You know what? If I wasn't doing this, this church would be in trouble. Well, I hate to tell you this, but this church is God's church. This church will not be in trouble. God will find someone else to serve. God will find a heart willing to serve to serve. So if you ever feel like you're greater than the church, then our heart is not right with you know God. You need to examine our hearts then on where we stand in our relationship with God. So and then can we also serve others? Can we be servants? I know sometimes there's a tendency, you know, we have the logistics and that we have all this and that. And I want you to take care of that's fine. You know, that's part of how a church operates. When you come in in the morning here, uh, there is a lot of logistics and a lot of work that made this happen, right? But let's also have a heart of, I want to help others and I want to serve others, right? And then we should be humbled, okay? We cannot do this with our prideful heart. We need to be humbled and we need to go to God to be able to correct our hearts. We need the Holy Spirit working in our lives. And just in closing... Again, we need to strive to have a heart for others, and we need to go to God in terms of humility. Can we examine our hearts for that? And just in closing, you know, the Open House Men, we did a Sermon on the Mount series this past summer, and uh, this, you know, this will be short. You know, the Sermon on the Mount series, it's all this stuff about being seen in public, praying, being seen in public, fasting. It's all this stuff about materialism, greed, and lust, and all that. Well, the open house men, we came up with this thing about, you know, all this stems from our heart is not right with God. This all stems from a heart that's very selfish, and we are not right with God. And so if we can examine our hearts and where we stand in terms of God, uh, that would be something that we need to consider and we need to pray for this week. The last thing is that Dr. T.B. Thomas, what an awesome speaker, you know, last week along with the Lighthouse Band. I mean, it was just an awesome time last week. Uh, but Dr. T.V. Thomas says something, and, and I'll go ahead and close with this. He says something that really just rung in my ears. It was that, you know, prayer is a weapon, all right? Don't take it lightly. Don't take God lightly. God is all-powerful, omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent. He is all-powerful. Prayer is a weapon. When you have a prayer meeting, that's an awesome thing. The Holy Spirit will be there, right? However, if your heart's not right, if you have envy, if you have hatred, if you have jealousy, if you struggle with these things and you're leading a prayer meeting and or you're in the prayer meeting, the Holy Spirit is still there. I think we all know that the Spirit is everywhere. However, he huddles to the side. 
he huddles to the side. Let's utilize the full power of the Holy Spirit and let's be able to examine our hearts and let's go to God in prayer. Let us pray. As the praise team comes up, uh, let's just take a moment of reflection and let's just examine our hearts. Where do we stand with God? We are so busy with so much busy work, whether in our own personal lives, whether just at church, you know, whether with our families, we are so busy. Where do we stand just with God, just in our hearts? Where do we stand in our relationship with other people? Are we helping others? Do we have genuine care for others? You know, let's just go to God in prayer and let's pray a heartfelt prayer of God, I want to change. God, lately I have been under duress and I need you back. I need the heart of service. Can we go to God in prayer for a few minutes uh, and then I'll go ahead and close this. Heavenly Father, apart from you, we can do nothing. God, you are an amazing God. You sent your Son, Jesus Christ, on our behalf to die for our sins. God, let us never take this for granted. Give us a heart of thanksgiving. Give us a heart of just receiving all your abundant grace and blessing and just really thanking you for that, God. You know, we're so sinful in many ways and we think that we are something when we are nothing. God, would you minimize us and would you be the forefront just in our lives? For you are an almighty God and through prayer, God, it is a weapon for us to use. Let us not take these things lightly. And God, we ask that you would give us a heart of service. That you would give us a heart of serving others and a heart of Christ. We thank you, Jesus. It is in your holy name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the sermon from Harvest Community Church. If you would like more information or have any questions or comments, check out our website at harvest-community.org. Thanks for listening.